Hello, and welcome to the Read to Know podcast, where the goal is to actually remember what you read so then you can better apply it to your life. On this podcast, we go through a book one chapter at a time, and then we actually practice remembering what we've read. So if you want to follow along, we're currently working our way through Bob Goff's book, Dream Big. I'm Zach Brown, and my friend Chris Yarber is joining me to help discuss and break down this book. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, it would be huge if you left a rating and review for us. It would help out a ton. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, no worries. Just send this to a friend who might be interested. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and enjoy the conversation. So in the last episode, Chris, we were talking about, we kind of got on a side tangent about the podcast and how we're doing daily episodes here and how that we're, we're enjoying trying this, but we're excited to get back to weekly podcasts. Yeah. Um, but saying all that to say is that we're now on chapter 16, so we are right. over halfway through this book already. That's right, yeah. It's going by pretty quickly. Yeah, this this book is, is 29 chapters, and we did not want to spend 29 weeks. Also didn't want for listeners to have to wait a week to get a you know, 15 to 30 minute you know podcast episode because these chapters are smaller. There's less content to, to remember. Right. So... And it would but have been a lot fun. to it would have been a lot to cram five or seven episodes into one podcast, like you know, probably almost two hours. Oh yeah, of, you know, of pod- that's a lot. Even just for us sitting down and yeah. talking about it, um, those longer podcasts, um, they really like it. Really tires you out a little bit, even right. you know, just all you know, talking and breaking this stuff down. Right. Um, but regardless, I'm glad that we're doing the daily, and I think it's been a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and it's been a fun kind of challenge, and like. We were talking about the last chapter. It's fun to try. Trying yes. is on. But I'm excited also to get back to weekly after this uh, book. But we're halfway through. So we gotta figure yeah. out we gotta figure out what book we're doing next here yes, soon. We do. Yes. And we'll be announcing that soon. Um, but we're only we're only about halfway. So we got we got a little more time. Yep. But we're in chapter sixteen today. Get the sticks before the drums. It doesn't matter what your ambition looks like, it matters what it is. Mm-hmm. And he has a couple main points to this chapter. It's a pretty short chapter, but he has a couple main ideas here. Mm-hmm. The first being that sometimes these little ambitions that we were talking about in the last chapter, they can build up to create momentum, and they can also, any other ambition that you have can also work together with another ambition. So previous ambitions can kind of build on top of each other to accumulate into a larger ambition. Right. That's the beautiful thing uh, about this, especially for those who are are very multi-talented and have a lot of assets to them as well. Um, I would describe Bob Goff as one of those guys because he learns how to fly, and that helped him start. I did not know that he started his own, like, airline. Um, That's crazy, you know, to start that. And then also that him being a lawyer helped him set up those schools. And so uh, at one time, Loring was an ambition. And then um, he used that ambition to launch another ambition of his, which he which he's used to then launch the books and different things like that. And so he paints some personal examples of kind of what this what this looks like. And so as you move deeper into your ambitions, begin to think, okay, what other assets do I have and what other ambitions maybe I've had had in the past and, and maybe need to come to the surface again? 
that I can really start building upon these. Right. Yeah. And, you know, he gives that example. You know, he's he was a lawyer. He started his own airline company. He built basically his own. He 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 Craigslist together his own plane. Right. At first. And then, uh, you know, is able to then build that lodge that he was talking about in the previous chapter as well. Um, to get to that lodge, they used the airline to get to the lodge. To And the lodge was... Um, an ambition all on a, in it, on its own, you know, right. so all these things add up to each other. And, you know, for me in, in my own life, that's definitely been true, even though I don't, you know, at, at the, without consciously thinking about that, without him bringing it up here, you know, I just, you know, maybe never thought real hard about it, but you know, in the past four to five years, I've gotten into, um, you know, um, videography and audio engineering in a way that, you know, I'm, I, I know how to work a camera. Mm-hmm. I know how to, you know, get, um, good quality audio for different reasons, for videos, for, um, you know, other people that I've done that I've worked for, for clients. Um, but then it's also come in handy right here with a podcast. Right. You know, when I decided then I want to start a podcast, I, I could just jump right in. I didn't have to figure out well, how am I going to do it? Right. <laughs> right. You know, how does the audio work? How am I going to record myself? I knew all that from the other ambitions that I had, which allowed me now I have the skills to be able to tackle this ambition of a podcast with more ease than if I didn't know anything about these other things. Right. You know right. what I mean? I can I know what what looks good on camera so I can figure that out pretty quickly, you know, and we can I, with all that stuff, we were able to get this podcast rolling pretty quickly when if I didn't know any of that stuff before, if I hadn't had those previous ambitions, it would have been a lot harder to get this off the ground. Right. Yeah. And you said at the beginning of that, you said in the past four to five years, and he makes this point in this chapter, is that this process is going to take time. Yeah. To build your ambitions upon one another, it's going to take time. And uh, so so there's those two points made kind of stacking and building upon these p- ambitions towards the end. He talks about how this process takes some time and kind of in the middle, he uh, talks about how really when it comes to chasing the ambitions, we we it really doesn't matter what it looks like or what you look like on the outside. What really matters is who you actually are or, or what you're actually doing is actually what it is. Right. And so that breaks into the, the kind of the second point that he makes with this chapter is that sometimes the ambitions, they start small and they build on top of each other. And when they start small, they're usually not that flashy. Right. And and that's the point that he's making here is that it's not about the flash and it's not about how it looks to other people. And we mentioned right. this a little bit before in the last chapter. We kind of talking about that try it on section. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this. And I think a lot of the reasons that we don't try things out, try new things out that we might be passionate about, that we might be you know, ambitious towards is because we're afraid of how it looks to other people right. if we don't end up doing that or we end up, you know, diverting away from that path. But the thing is, no matter if it's something that you stick with or not, we shouldn't be worried about what it looks to other people because most of the time they they probably our ambitions probably don't look that flashy to other people. No. And it's not a and he says here it's not about the looks and he gives the story that's why it's called get the sticks before the drums mm-hmm. is because you know he wanted to he saw this drummer and he was you know he was he was killing it he was you know an awesome drummer and uh, his you know he just thought he looked he said like a boss that's yeah. what he said he looked yeah. like a boss and so he he wanted to look like a boss but he realized that I'm I might butcher this this quote so we will have to pull it out yeah, when we open yeah, the yeah. book. But he said um, he realized that he didn't he it wasn't that he needed to look like a boss. He needed to 
act like a boss, I think, mm -hmm. is what is what he said. And, you know, maybe we're too focused on the looking like a boss part when we need to not worry about that so much. But we need to act like a boss in that, you know, we need to first get the skills and conquer the the small things, the things that aren't flashy mm -hmm. to be able to move forward towards the bigger and better um, things, you know, right. and even if it's just a small ambition and it stays a small ambition, you know what I mean? It's just not about how it looks to other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as you move through some of those questions in the last chapter, such as how long will this last and will you be remembered for this? Really, it will last a while and you'll be remembered for it. If you're first concerned about making it good um, and, and instead of worrying about what it seems to be on the outside right. and its appearance. And so with those three principles, I mean, that's pretty much the, the chapter. Do you want to pull out the book and yeah, pull we out can some go ahead. Quotes? Yeah, let's go ahead and open it up. And kind of one other, you know, kind of parallel that I just want to point out and not to, you know, not to make an example of the podcast too much on the podcast, you know what I mean? But Again, I think it just kind of fits so well because this is just a recent ambition of mine that I can use as an example. Mm -hmm, right. But when you talk about flash, you know what I mean? Like I, when, I, when I got this idea and I was like, hey, I want to start this, I had no idea if anyone was going to be listening or even interested or, you know, what. But I still wanted to do it because I thought it would be beneficial to me. Right. And you. Mm -hmm. And I think if other people listened, it would be beneficial to them too. But I had no idea if anyone was even interested in listening right, and following right. along. But, you know, I, could, I went ahead and just started it without thinking about if people thought this was cool or not. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, if I thought that it would go over well with people, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and and I think that it has. And, I, you know, I'm glad that it I'm glad that, you know, people enjoy it, right. you know, and, and it's not just you and me getting, um, you know, getting something out of it. Yeah. But that wasn't my reasoning behind it. You know what I right. mean? It, it, you know, I wasn't worried about whether people thought I was cool or not doing right. a podcast, you right. know? And so that's what he's talking about here. And that's why he went to the music store to go buy that drum set that he thought looked cool. He ended up walking out of the store with a pair of drum sticks right. because he realized, which, you, sorry, which is why it's get the sticks before the right. before the drums. Because he realized he needs to put the work in first, right? Before you can just go all out, yeah. And um, yeah, that it takes work, and usually the work is not flashy, right? Yeah. So anyway, with the book open, do you have uh, what kind of quotes do you have here that you want to take a look at? Yeah. So we cut again. This is kind of a small chapter. We. We we covered a good portion of this. I, I love it because he does this several times in this book already, and we'll see if he does it more. Is he'll sometimes say "remember this" and then puts a colon there. Um, he says, "Remember this: people who get things done don't let uh, impediments have the last say. They find uh, workarounds." Uh, as as we go through these ambition processes, we may find something that's going to stop us in our tracks, especially as we begin to build one ambition onto another. Um, as we pointed out already, it is going to be a long process, but those impediments don't have to have right. the final say. And with these workarounds, like he says here, you know, most of the time when we run into a roadblock, um, you know, uh, people who 
who are good at chasing their ambitions, they're going to find a way around it. They're going to find a workaround. And that's usually, as he gives in this example, that's when those other ambitions can come into play. Right. Is finding those workarounds. Right. You know, um, you know, which is definitely, definitely true. You know what I mean? We don't uh, like even for this, we're not using the we're not using the best, pro, most professional uh, equipment for this podcast, but we're making it work with what we have with the, you know, the skill and the gears that I have already had from the other things that I've done, the other ambitions that I've worked on, the, the you know, the stuff that I've acquired over the years. So, right. yeah, it, it's it dig it takes some critical thinking and um, some problem solving usually to make these things work. Yeah. And and this is the powerful thing about worthwhile ambitions um, is, uh, is, is he says here that worthwhile ambitions, when they've been vetted, have staying power. Mm-hmm. He says uh, that in his example that he gives before, uh, when he says we didn't quit, we we adapted. Um, that that's what you're going to do with worthwhile amb- ambitions. Um, is they have that kind of sticking and staying power. And he says, find several of your ambitions and see if one can serve another. As we've said. Uh, but if things get tough, remember why you started and stay at it. Something he repeats time and time again in this book. Right. Another quote here that I really like. He says, when you're writing down your ambitions and winnowing the list to what's worth the pursuit, don't worry about whether your dreams seem cool or flashy or, I like here, religious or evangelical enough. And, you know, doesn't that make you know sense? I know a lot of people, especially in church circles, you know, I think they're, can, they can be worried about, you know, whether, oh, you know, is that like you know, serving enough, you know, is that churchy enough? You know what I mean? Can my, you know, can my ambition or passion really be, um, you know, really be podcasting? Yeah. You know what I mean? On my podcast, do I have to talk about Christian things? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Do I have to, do I have to focus on, you know, um, the Bible in Mm -hmm. my, on my podcast? You know what I mean? Again, using just the podcast as an example, because that's the first thing that that's coming to my head. But, you know, I think, I think if you're a Christian and if you're in church circles, I think that probably you think about that probably a lot when you think about things, you know, that you do in your free time and you're like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm doing this because I really enjoy it. But, you know, I could also be like handing out food at the homeless shelter. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And both of those are good things. You should do it because you you feel like you need you're called to do it, not because you want to look the part. Right. Yeah. And he uses the Christian example. We use the Christian example because we're all in church circles. Um, he, He says here, since he is a Christian, he says before that, that I don't want to be an advertisement for Jesus. I'd rather be proof. And so there are, are ways to be be yourself and be those things that matter most to you. For Bob, that's being proof of Jesus to other people. There's there's ways to to be who you are and step into what you've been called and into your purpose while chasing your dreams and your ambitions all at the same time. Um, so he makes that pretty, pretty right. clear. Yep. And here's uh, my favorite quote of this chapter. I see I got it wrong. When I, when I said it earlier, but he said, instead of looking like a boss, he said, I decided I wanted to play like a boss. And, and that's true. A lot of times I think some, you know, we do things because we want to look like a boss. Right. You know what I mean? But the thing is the, the really where the meat of it is, is actually playing like a boss, actually being able to act and think and work like a boss. Right. Um, and that's, 
the more difficult thing to do. Yes. It's easier and more fun to look like a boss, right. but not actually be the boss. Right. Yeah. And I think when we're focused on looking like the boss and not playing like the boss, in a sense, I, I think that that lines up to this next quote, which is probably my favorite since you identified yours, that he says, I give myself license to pursue all the available opportunities I can find. If we're concerned about looking like a boss, let's say that we do try on, as we spoke of in the last chapter, maybe we do try on an ambition and we're so concerned about looking the part that then other opportunities arrive, but we're so worried about our image that we lose sight of actually who we are and what we're doing. Right. Not only do we give ourselves license to be available to the opportunities we find, but we also uh, give ourselves the license um, that our, the nature of our ambitions can change as well. And so those, those two are very important. I think we miss those if we're too concerned looking instead of playing like the boss. Yeah, and he ends the chapter here. He just says, don't rush the process, right? This is a, we're in the long game basically here. Right. Don't rush the process. And I like, he doesn't overtly say this, but this is what I, you know, take from what he's saying here. The reason why he was so enthused by the drummer that he said, and he's like, man, that guy looks like a boss. Mm -hmm. The thing is, the reason that, that guy looked like a boss is because he was. Right. He played like a boss. He practiced like a boss. He put in the work like a boss. You know what I mean? So then he looks the part. Mm -hmm. He's not faking it because he looked, he actually is. Right. Right. And I think, you know, that's what he's saying here. Like, that's what it takes when he says, you want to play like a boss. You put in the, the work and the effort and you figure out those workarounds and you trust the process. You don't rush the process. Right. And you put in the time day after day into these ambitions. Here's the thing. You're not going to try and look flashy, but you're going to end up looking like a boss because you put in the work. That's right. That's right. And, uh, and, and there's no, there's no way around. No there's way. no way around that. There's no shortcut. That's, that's why he said it's a long process. So we accept it and then you work hard at it and you look forward to looking like a boss when you get there. Right. But yep. make the journey enjoyable. Yep. So yeah, no way around it. No way around it. No great chapter. And then we're into part three. Ta-da, because part one was like 13 chapters, part two was three, and then we get into part three out of seven for this book, which is Explore Opportunities, and then chapter 17, Keep the Moon in the Window, The Path to Your Ambitions Isn't Linear, Keep Moving Towards Them. Right. So our dreams are vetted, we're ready to go, now it's time to explore some opportunities, that's right. and that's what we will cover starting in the next episode. Yes. So... Thanks, guys, for listening. Again, if you have any thoughts on this chapter about getting the sticks before the drums, let us know. Um, reach out to us on any social media platform at Read to Know Pod. Also, email us, readtoknowpod at gmail.com. Also, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please leave a rating and a review yeah. on Apple Podcasts. It would help um, a lot and it would help us push this podcast it would help apple push this podcast to new listeners so that they can get something out of this as well right and we'd love to see that review and so if you take a screenshot of that or copy and paste it into an email and send it to read to know uh, pod at gmail.com we'll take a look at it and yeah. we'll read it on the on the show we sure will so thanks guys for listening we'll see you tomorrow